everyone. Welcome to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Maria. I'm Deb. And welcome to our podcast for the Realistic SLP. Yeah, I feel like we haven't said that in a while. We haven't. Yes. Yeah. Here it is, though. So what are... what? I, a lot of um, podcasts, they'll be like, this is a podcast for... Right. So what would you describe us as? Um, what can ex- what can listeners expect from our podcast experience? They can expect uh, informative yet entertaining content dabbled with some wine and some cheese. Right. I like to put entertaining before informative. I know. Just you keep like doing it, that. I yeah. Like why. it's a list of ingredients. Like water is the number one ingredient in most things because that's like the bulk... We, I think we're primarily entertaining, even though we are informative. I feel like we're the opposite. All right. Yeah. Well, right. we are the opposite. Okay, exactly. Right. So, so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we are drinking a Pinot Noir wine. It's a 2017 California wine. And we have drank this wine before and we liked it. And we didn't finish the bottle. There was right. leftover for us. There was so carryover. There was carryover now. You know, we're just, drinking the carryover. Right. We're working on <laughs> carrying over our skills. Generalizing it to another podcast episode. Yes, exactly. And I have noticed that this wine has some nice taste to it, but it's not like overwhelming, mm-hmm. which I feel like is important in a wine. Yeah. Yes. And uh, this is from Pinot Noir grapes. That's why they call it Pinot Noir. And it has flavors of black cherry kissed by oak, which I don't really taste the oak that much, to be honest. But uh, it's very versatile wine. It can go with like different meat dishes and fish. Mm-hmm. But we're not having cheese this time. We're going to we're having blueberries and nuts because we were looking we we're trying to be informative Right. And inform the people of good brain brain foods. Before we get to brain food, thank you, Alana, my CF, for uh, gifting us this wine. Yes, thank you. Maria says that we manifested it, but I was like, Alana bought it. But either, I think they're both the same. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Fun, informative, same difference. So what does brain food do for you? Yeah, brain food is good for your brain. Okay. And the development and the maintenance of your brain. So what right, your brain... Right, some things that we consume right. are harmful to our bodies and our thought process because there's like that brain-gut connection, which we're not totally getting into right now. But yeah, there are foods that have certain nutrients that help right. boost our Yeah, of course. Now. There's a lot of research showing that there's some smart foods to your daily eating regimen. And number one is brain berries or blueberries. Yeah. Yeah, good. Keep eating those. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what they do? They help protect the brain from oxidative stress and ah. may reduce the effects of age-related conditions such mm. as Alzheimer's or dementia. So those are so some we good challenge foods. listeners to if you're not allergic, yeah, eat blueberries this week. Yeah, send good. Them to us, send us your blueberries. Send us your brain berries. Oh, your brain berries. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can do a whole lesson on this. Yeah, brain berries. Brain berries. Beautiful. Maybe we should make an activity for our Patreon. Oh, okay. All right. Reading comprehension. Oh, okay. Maybe a poem. Words yeah. that rhyme with berry. Berry. Fairy. Dairy. Carry. Larry. Mary. I lost Perry. <laughs> I don't know what's to say about Perry. Anyway, so nuts and seeds Cherry. also. <laughs> yeah, nuts and seeds are a good source of vitamin E. 
that vitamin E is corresponding with less cognitive decline. Right. It's good for your immune system too, right? Vitamin I, E. I don't know about that, but you know, that's what this article says. I'm quoting Frankie a WebMD. He has like a puppy wart in his mouth and oh, I no. read to give him, put vitamin D on it. Oh, okay. No, no vitamin E, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, vitamin E helps definitely with like healing and stuff. So maybe. Mm-hmm. Also on this list, if you're curious, we're not consuming this, but avocados. I feel like avocados are just like. Yeah, I think they cure life. Yeah. Avocados are great. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why they're so expensive. And it's so weird. But. Like you're little and you're like, I don't want to eat this green food, but you're wrong. <laughs> you should have eaten it all along. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> look at that. That's a good model for avocado. Yeah. Wow. We should get into maybe avocado wants to sponsor SLPs. Okay. Wine and cheese. Yeah. Avocado and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> we can all change the whole right. logo. Yeah. We'll change it for you, avocado. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of wine, wine is also good for you as well. Uh, but they do say to limit your wine, just like with right. anything in life. It's about balance demonstrating virtue yes and all that you do yeah <laughs> i feel like we're rhyming a lot which yeah. is good this is the cognitive rehab rhyming episode okay cool it's like cat in the hat but for adults yeah <laughs> it's like dr seuss for adults i can say that whole cat in the hat without the book yeah we're good I, well maybe you might want to see it i read premium episode i know all about cat in the hat that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> uh so the pinot project is from where what this wine is called which i've never heard of before but i do like that we're consuming red wine which i feel like in the winter i lean towards more towards red wine right and red wine is healthier for well you, it has so. antioxidants in yeah. it right somebody so. did tell me once though that like one glass of wine is good but each additional glass of wine is like an additional gl- uh, piece of cake oh wow so, so. i've had almost a whole cake <laughs> anyway <laughs> cognitive rehabilitation yes. is a program to help brain injured or otherwise cognitively impaired individuals to restore normal functioning or to compensate for cognitive deficits it entails uh. an individualized program of specific skills training and practice plus metacognitive strategies thinking mm. about things yeah thinking about thinking right thinking about thinking i love everything meta yeah meta is great that's my favorite aspect of speech pathology meta yeah because you like getting really deeper into the things yeah i'm very deep you are you are <laughs> i'm, I'm not i'm deep. not as deep as deb but what i will say <laughs> is i do appreciate relaxation yeah. i did go to a spa today oh you know? yes and I did, I do appreciate that. And I think it's really important to, for everyone, like as SLPs, like, yes, our job is stressful, but not like life is stressful, right? right? So like you have to have that metacognition or that awareness that, okay, you know what? Life is stressful. Life is fast paced. I need to take time out to stress relief. And I truly believe that stress relief is not good for the brain. Wait, stress relief is not Excuse good? Excuse me. Retract that <laughs> statement. <laughs> stress relief is great for the brain stress is not good for the brain right so it's you know because it's you're releasing cortisol right those stress hormones well here i just did a quick google search Um, emotional stress that stays around for weeks or months can weaken the immune system and cause high blood pressure fatigue depression anxiety and even heart disease yes in particular too much epinephrine Mm -hmm. can be harmful to your heart it can change the arteries and how their cells are able to regenerate. Yeah. And that's like what science is telling us, right? But like if you think about one piece of that definition that you said, like depression. So like 
if you're depressed, are you going to eat healthy? Are you going to exercise? Are you right, going like to practice? What are you prioritizing? Are what you are you motivated by at that point? Right. Are you going to practice right. healthy choices? Like maybe not. So not only yeah, is, are you going to meal prep before you like <laughs> fall right. face forward into your bed? Right. No. Are you going to eat avocados with one glass no. of red wine? I mean, the window on an avocado is very, you have to be I, very purposeful. Yes. <laughs> that is a lot of planning from yeah. when you buy it and then exactly. you have to put it on the counter. Yes. So I agree. take care of yourself. Um, we've been talking a lot about comparison as a thief of joy. People looking around thinking others are, have different situations that maybe you might admire and I think admiration is so important because it yeah. teaches you to strive for more. Absolutely. But at the same time, like be, be good to yourself and um, take care of yourself and uh, take care of your brain. And now we're going to get into cognitive rehab. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're working with these clients, it's important to have that metacognition. Like how is their brain functioning and how is like a typical brain functioning? Right. And yeah. that's important to look into like, you know, maybe a chart review or the MRI results and like that thorough background history, but also thinking about like what I'm working on in therapy has to be applicable to their life. Exactly. You know, and has yeah. To be and you don't want to stress them out either because then they're not going to learn or get better. Right. Um, but That's we not good because stress is not good for the brain either. It's not. Right. It's not so how, how, why work on cognitive? Why are you going to work on cognitive therapy and stress people out? Right. That's ironic. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, all of cognitive rehab is based on the notion of neuroplasticity. Yes. Right. That's meaning that the um, it's the brain's ability to change throughout the individual's life. Um, brain activity is associated with a given function that can be transferred to different locations. The proportion of gray matter can change mm -hmm. and the synapses may strengthen or weaken over time. So um, basically the brain is able to learn throughout the whole lifespan. And if a part of the brain is injured, it's our job as Speech pathologists, when we intervene, that we're providing cognitive therapy so that they could create new neural pathways to accomplish those activities of daily living that they were able to do before their right. injury. Exactly. Right. Yes. And a lot of people have had that school of thought that neuroplasticity only happens until the age of 21. And a lot of the new research is saying that that's not true and we can have neuroplasticity throughout life. I didn't so. know there was a 21 um that's an old one okay you know? yeah that's, so if, if that's, you know if you're hearing that and you're <laughs> hearing this just you know remember see i'm being informative right now right yeah yes. very informative I'm keeping it research based um i think that it is just about our halfway point in this episode right this is a short and sweet episode <laughs> short and sweet right um so right now we're going to talk about some housekeeping and first we're going to let you know that this episode of slp's wine and cheese is brought to you by speech therapy pd it's 100 percent slp owned it's a website um, speech therapy pd specializes in practical engaging evidence-based video and audio courses there are more than 600 hours of courses on demand there are weekly live and interactive courses and pod courses they offer offer unlimited plans starting at only $89 a year. And now you can get $10 off with this coupon code WINE, W-I-N-E. So enter WINE at checkout. 
Yeah, and get on that speech therapy PD life. Yes. <laughs> um, also, you could follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram is at SLP's Wine and Cheese Pod. Deb is on there. Deborah mm-hmm. Brooks, CCC SLP. I'm on there. Maria Katsonis, SLP. And we have a Patreon, which we're going to feature this awesome therapy plan that Deb has created on her own. Yes. That we're going to talk about after this segment. Uh, also, if you are interested in blah, blah, blah shirts, let us know. We have like very few left. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, whoever Maria wants. and I wear them every day. We laugh yes. that we have these shirts on all the time. Yes. Yeah. Someone. Oh, Tanya, our uh, mm-hmm. guest on the show, had like a fancy shirt on, like with her name and her CCCs. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we're like, yeah, we have blah, we blah, 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 blah shirts, which <laughs> I'm totally happy with in this aspect of our lives currently. Me but too. Whatever. At this right. Point. Yeah, it's just <laughs> blah, blah. It is all blah 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 in the end. It is. You know why? Because it's up to people's interpretation. Exactly. Life isn't up to Much your interpretation. Yeah. Yep. So, anyway, moving on, we're gonna talk about what we like to do in cognitive rehab mm-hmm. therapy. So I'm gonna talk about how I like to use puzzles. So this is my little spiel. Okay. <laughs> so I believe puzzles are very under popular is that like a word underrated underused, underrated i think underused. dill is the most underused uh herb i'm gonna have to agree with you on that yeah one. yeah you had a nice cucumber tomato salad you with dill what? it's good it is good and then you're like why doesn't everyone use dill all the time you're right you know what i feel like we could just end the episode now <laughs> i know with that information just go eat some, dill and blueberries. Go eat some dill. <laughs> blueberries only one glass of wine don't follow deb's example oh yeah right i'm kidding hey um, i'm nailing it yeah you are nailing it i agree so puzzles <laughs> are great because if you think about puzzles it's just like life like you're you want to put something together like i don't know you buy a new chair and you have to put together you have to look at the instructions and match the pieces of where they go that's what a puzzle is and you know what if something doesn't fit you can't force it right and look at that there's that see how you're getting deeper into it yeah i told you i'm deep i know you're deep like i agree river not like a stream right like a a river. river got it I didn't. Okay, whatever. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> or the ocean. Yeah, I'm deep I'm, like the yeah, ocean. I, I feel like ocean is better. Yeah, I'm like rivers are not that deep. Well, so. I mean, like I'm not that yeah. deep because like there's parts of the ocean that have never even been explored. Oh, but maybe there's parts you haven't explored. Hey, maybe. Look at that. There's a whole other episode for that. <laughs> yes. How emo? <laughs> how it's called? How emo is Deb? And how it's on our Patreon. Right. Yeah. Check that one out. <laughs> so puzzles, I feel like, are functional. They're realistic. They're teaching your client whatever the age is a very important skill that this shape you have to manipulate and turn to create this so there's one that it's i guess you can call that logic so yeah one logic slash problem solving three you could work on following directions like you have to take the puzzle out flip the pieces over find the edges there's a whole bunch of sequencing yeah matching I'll, things like um yeah by colors by color or shape. yeah mm-hmm. visual spatial so like looking at like the image you have to make versus like the puzzle pieces shifting that attention from back and forth that obviously turn taking and also mm-hmm. i think it's great like in groups so even if you have adult rehab in groups like all right you do this part you do the top part i do the bottom and like oh we're gonna work together and make this together so right. it has that like teamwork aspect 
And also, you know me, I like to pair it with visuals. Mm -hmm. So if you uh, find, I posted on my Instagram, like a board that's like, oh, it fits. It doesn't fit. So you can definitely incorporate pragmatics and social language and commenting throughout. And it's something that's like less pressure. Like, okay, we're just trying to fit these pieces together and we're just working together and we're looking and yeah a puzzle does not have to be completed in a one session right, right? yeah you it know be, or and it's also great carryover like you mentioned to me earlier you were saying how like sometimes the there could be deficits at home like maybe grandpa had an injury and he has a hard time communicating communicating and relating to his grandchildren but right. they all can quietly yeah sit down and make do a puzzle Mm -hmm. i was even thinking of like um like even my own grandpa like he speaks greek is his first language so i could sit there and like we don't have to have a heavy heavy conversation greek even though i could but like let's say someone else can't yeah like it relieves some of that verbal like pressure on expressive language and we're just working together yeah you know so i love puzzles puzzles are great yeah puzzles are great so that was my spiel Um, and then also you want to keep in mind that the purpose of cognitive rehab therapy is to help an individual acquire the highest level of Mm. cognitive functioning and functional independence as possible um and Puzzles is one way to target that because the things that we really want to focus on are attention skills, executive mm-hmm. functioning skills, memory skills, visuospatial skills, mm-hmm. uh, problem solving skills, and communication skills. Yeah, exactly. So I was recently working in a skilled nursing facility, and while they did have resources there, I just didn't see the purpose or point or like how that was going to get maximize the person's progress um there would be things like about what time would somebody eat lunch right or it's like noon okay noon but why is that i don't know you were telling me something about like smoking like oh yeah everything everything had smoking in it like every single list it was like what do you smoke what are cigarettes for smoke 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 so they were yeah. mo- all made in the 50s. A lot of irony about, like, we're, we're trying to promote healthy brain, and we're going to talk about the, the number one uh, killer here, which is smoking. But that is probably smoking. how, like, <laughs> you know, those things did cause a, a lot of, of course. those types of injuries. So maybe they feel like people can relate to that. Maybe that was yeah. their reasoning that back was in like the day. That was, like, a part of their uh, prior level of functioning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Well. well. But we don't want to bring back all of those things. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, but, yeah, anyway, so cognitive rehab is really a vital aspect of of the nursing home facility and it's um something that you don't really think of as much because most of the time everyone's like oh it's all feeding and swallowing and like um different textures to consume mm-hmm. and things of that nature or working on like trachs or people rehabbed from a trach and they have like voice disorders and it get amplified or maybe they're using like an ASD device but my favorite is cognitive therapy yes and i created a bunch of exercises and i'm gonna do them to maria Okay, so the first thing that we're going to work on is cognitive flexibility, and that's being able to see something from multiple perspectives, and it's a great metacognitive skill to have. Excellent. So, Maria, can you tell me three reasons why a person might be sleepy? Oh, God. Um, They went to a spa all day. They had a lot of wine, and they didn't hear their... They woke up too early to pee. Okay, they woke up early. (laughs) Great. Um, What are three reasons why somebody went to the doctor? Oh, for their yearly checkup because okay. they have strep throat and because uh, they found a weird mole. Okay, I don't good. know. I'm just. <laughs> um, what are three reasons why I need a hammer? Okay, 
to uh hurt mike no i'm kidding <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> i'm kidding to uh make uh Maria, you're violent right I'm i would s- hurt him with my words right which i'm sure you I do can't go to jail for that right because <laughs> <laughs> that's the beauty of a uh, speech ladies it's fleeting you say it and then it's gone there's no documentation unless you know you're holding a microphone and you're broadcasting it across of all of itunes right or instagram story whatever <laughs> yeah whatever anyway uh you're making a table you are hanging up a beautiful sign mm-hmm. and you are um taking out a nail okay good um and then the last one for this section tell me three reasons why you might eat cake oh because it's my birthday mm-hmm. because i'm having a sugar craving and because i saved up all my weight watchers points for it beautiful <laughs> thank you um so the next thing most of people who had and type an injury they're going to struggle with naming and categorizing there's two right. different types of naming we have convergent naming which is convergent is when you're trying to zero in on something <laughs> yeah that's how i always look at it so you're telling you're me the, the things item. and yeah. i'm just giving you the category yeah, yeah. okay and yes. then divergent naming is what divergent we're going to do. Divergent is broad. So you're like, the category is uh, fruit. And then I was just like rattling off fruits. Right. And then also, so like, let's say an individual is quite good at this task, but you might use it anyway. One, because you want to do things that are easy for people, because if everything is targeting their goals, that's going to be like a hard workload for their injured brain. You're going to stress them out. And they're not going to feel motivated to interact with you. So one, work on things that are easy. And then two, you can always perfect things that they're good at by decreasing their latency and response through repeated practice. Yeah, but also it's a good like warm up. Like you right. should start with what they're good at. Yeah. Make build up their confidence and like get that rapid na- rapid naming going. Yeah. And then go into the bulk and then close the session with like something to leave the session on a good note. Yeah, something easy. Yeah, yeah something. I mediocre. just I sandwich everything. Yeah. Yeah, sandwiching are good. Sandwich Sand- it all. Yeah, sandwiches. Just make it all sandwiches. Exactly. Can you tell me three animals that have sharp teeth? Okay, sharks, dogs, and piranhas. Okay, can, mm-hmm. tell me three animals that like cold weather. Oh, penguins, seals, and oh, God, polar bears. Polar bears. I was going to say an owl, but no. Tell me three. See, like, and this is common knowledge, but you have to still think. So yeah. that's why I think these things are motivating because, like, we're still engaged. We're doing it. Everyone probably listening is trying to think. Yeah. Um, tell me three animals that only eat plants. Oh, dinosaurs. The plant the, omnivore. the omnivore herbivores. Mm-hmm. Omnivores uh, oh, eat yeah. both. Right. Well, I could use that one. Herbivores, omnivores. <laughs> and uh, I want to say gerbils. Right, yeah, because I guess they're pellets too or something. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, panda bears eat bamboo. Oh, right. right. Panda bears. Um, a giraffe is a herbivore right yes and um, i think a koala as well i don't know if they eat i think so well. as well okay Koalas. um last one tell me three animals that move slow a sloth mm-hmm. a caterpillar okay and a worm okay good yes, um you. so now the next task is going to be um phonemic awareness through mm. rhyme Um, So it's like your ability to manipulate language, but then also um, metalinguistic skills, your ability to, um, like, once again, manipulate sound and words. Yeah. And and find patterns. Attention and focus as well. Right. Um, So can you tell me... 
Uh, three r- words that rhyme with chair. Hair, pear, fair. Good. Three words that rhyme with daisy. Mazy, paisy, lazy. And three words that rhyme with bell. Well, swell, hell. <laughs> and the last one, three words that rhyme with flower. Power, sour. I want to say mower. Oh, shower. shower. Thank you for that okay. initial phonemic. <laughs> You're welcome. The next one is auditory comprehension and recall, which I believe is self-explanatory. Uh-huh. I'm going to read you a story and then you'll tell the story back to me and then I'll ask you some questions. Um, Amanda is going to the movies. She will buy a ticket, popcorn and soda. Got it. So what's that story? Oh, so Amanda went to the movies on by herself. Maybe she got <laughs> stood up on a date and she bought tickets, movie, a uh, tickets, soda and popcorn. Good. Who is going? Amanda. Where is she going? To the movies. What will she buy? Tickets, movies, ticket movie. Ticket. Ticket, popcorn and soda. Great. Okay. So now we're going to go to auditory comprehension for um, nonfiction text. Mm-hmm. So that was a fiction text. Um, cats can serve energy by sleeping an average of 13 to 14 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Cats have flexible bodies and teeth adapted for hunting small animals such as mice and rats. Oh, I forgot you hate that. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of scared now. Uh, okay. What animal um, is this story mostly about? <laughs> cats. And how much time does a cat spend sleeping? Oh, of time I'm jealous of. 13 to 14 hours. Yeah, and what type of animals do they hunt? Yuck, my s- most worst animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rats and rodents and, and mice. <laughs> Good. Ah. Um, the next one is going to be data tracking for listing, naming, and categories. I'm going to tell you three words. You tell me those words back, and then I'm going to ask you questions. Oh, gosh. Um, you okay. say Friday lunch school. Friday lunch school. Which one is a day? Friday. Which one is a meal? Lunch. Which one is a place? School. Very good. That was, that was a little challenging. Um, and, and let's then, remember I have normal, co- I mean, right. I don't want to say normal, you know, typical well, we, cognitive we functioning. faster than I would have for another. Yeah, but no, it's engaging is this what could, I'm trying to say. I'll do one more for a normal pace. So cookie, lemon, pepper. Cookie, lemon, pepper. Which one is sour? Lemon. Which one is sweet? Cookie. Which one is spicy? I forgot. Because... Cookie, Cookie, lemon, pepper. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. Okay, well, I really did Instagramming. Yeah, I'm Instagramming. I'm just trying to like you know keep the people. Okay, we only have um, two more cognitive language tasks left. Ready? So in cognitive rehab, you probably should not allow the client to have their phone out. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would be like, this is inappropriate. This is a good learning opportunity. Tell me three things that are round. A ball, someone's head. And um, a clock. Good. Okay. So that's, um, I said listing, naming, and categories, right? Yes. Look at her. Now our story is on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So now the Done. next thing is another category test, just as we spoke about before, how I'm going to give you the category members and you're going to tell me um, their category and then you're going to add two more to that category. Got it. Boxer, Sharpe, Beagle. Those are all dogs. Add two more Maltese and Pitbull. Good. Elephant, giraffe, lion. Those are all zoo animals or jungle animals. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, <laughs> safari animals. Okay, good. California Zoo would have it, though. <laughs> Just saying. Add two more. Add two more. Owl and turtle. 
Very good. Um, and now the final one is going to be just answering yes, no questions. Yeah. So like, is a pineapple a fruit? Yes. Do you eat a chair? No. Is a table furniture? Yes. Is a duck a bird? I think it is. Yes. yes. Do you read a book? I do a lot. Yes. Is the sky purple? No. All Unless right. you get a very nice sunset. And uh, Yes. Right. You know. I could change. I should change it to green because it's, when is it green? It right. It could be purple. Could it um, be green? I'm sure it could be any of the colors. Yes, because it's a uh, rainbow prism. Right. Yes, I knew that somewhere. From you must like, have read it in a book. I probably did. Yeah. Probably like in third grade science lesson. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, those are just a couple of examples of things that we like to do in uh, cognitive rehab. They work for both adults, children, teens, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. I thought that was engaging. Thanks. Despite me taking a video clip of it. I know, but I just, like you got bored at the end? No, I didn't. I just felt like it was very informative and I wanted the people to get a visual. Mm-hmm. So it's on our Instagram story. But by the also time... It's on my website. You can buy it. Oh, okay. And I'll have um, some of the examples on our Patreon. So go to www.patreon.com slash SLPs Wine and Cheese. Cool. All right, so now is our time for tips and tricks. And I feel like we definitely gave a lot of tips or yeah. tricks, but you know, I'm going to give a tip or a trick and that is to have when you're doing adult cognitive rehab to have the family involved slash in mind when you're treating them because I feel like a lot of times we're like, "Oh, adult rehab, like these are people that maybe are not necessarily quote unquote geriatric. Like they might have kids yeah. living with them. They might I was you know, surprised be active. how many young yeah. people I had in the nursing home. Yes. I was I know. Not just surprised is not the word. <laughs> right. I, worried. I don't know. Right. Yes. Not old. No, I know. Like 40s, 50s. I have I've had some adults too and they're not exactly that old and a lot of times <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. That's why we're drinking red wine and blueberries. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, right. that's insane. Also, the accidents, too. Like, people got hit by cars, too. Things yes. like that. Exactly. And then you can be very healthy and still have, like, things happen to you. So uh, you never know. Just live every day. Yeah, absolutely. I know. You're getting too deep now. I'm trying to say that <laughs> these people. Right. Let's get back to, let's get back to, down to my level. These individuals that you're working with. Yeah are might not necessarily going to always be geriatric. So you have to take into consideration like they might they might be married. They might have a boyfriend, girlfriend. They might have young kids, grandkids. So try to think of an activity or working on things right. involving the family or the caregiver. And a lot of times maybe the caregiver, caregiver drives them to their sessions, you know, so have them involved somehow. Right. Maybe have them ask them the questions. Because don't want these people yeah. to lose those important exactly. relationships right. in addition to everything else yeah. they've lost. Right. So um, just getting yeah. the, the family involved is yeah. my biggest point. And my tip or trick is, um, like, don't be so fixated on the goals. Don't go into anybody's um, room in the nursing home or or and, like, get straight to business or, like, Mm. the same thing about if they're in a clinic. Like, don't just be like, okay, now tell me three birds that fly. Like, make it a nice social experience for them. They might not have been able to talk to somebody for a while because they're, like, isolated somewhere where they don't have enough communication. But then also, like, Maybe not enough people provide them with the avenues to speak. So, like, those first, I'm even saying, like, five to ten minutes. Yeah, I agree. Those, those sessions are longer. Yeah. They're, they're like, 50 minutes usually. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, just chill. Just talk. Just be there for that person. See if they, like, see if you could spark any interest in them. See if you can get them to, like, um, recall a fond memory or talk about 
some area of interest just don't get straight to business just talk to them right yeah, yeah. do what you do best yes so that I feel like goes very well with our quote for today. And that is follow your heart, but take your brain with you. Good. And, uh, you know, I like this quote. I felt like it's goes a lot with what we do as SLPs. Like we are thinking more like scientifically and what do they need and trying to think logically, you know, puzzles, but also right. like take your heart with you. And like what you said, like, yeah. you know, you, you're working with a person. They are, they are a person. They are, they a, person. are a human. Yes. Yes. So stand in front of them like another human. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Just a bunch of humans here. Oh. We're just bumping into each other. Right. That's what life is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so on that note, Cheers to that. I oh, have to say, I'm going to finish off Uh-oh. this glass. I don't have any in there. Oh, you don't have Can any. You cheers to yeah. nothing? Oh, my God. Bad? I just Put did. something in well, there. there's like definitely like something in there. I, I see a little bit of red. I don't know if that counts. All right. Well, we're going to have to. I don't want to have any bad mojo. Yeah, no bad mojo. We don't want any of that. <laughs> no. So we're going to redo that. Cheers. Okay, cheers. Cheers to following your heart and taking your brain with you. Yes. So this has been another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Maria. I'm Deb. And have a good night. Write us a podcast review on iTunes. Yeah, we forgot to mention that. (laughs) Yes, follow your heart. Take your brain with you on that review. Yes. (laughs) Buenos noches.